You are listening to Help for HD Live, the first podcast created for families living with Huntington's and juvenile Huntington's disease. Don't forget to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also search over 500 archived episodes and other projects at helpforhd.org. To watch us in person, find Help for HD TV on YouTube and subscribe and ring the bell for notifications on new content. Help for HD Live is going on air in five, four, three, two. Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This program is made possible because of Teva Pharmaceuticals, Neurocrine Biosciences, the Griffin Foundation, and the Hereditary Disease Foundation. I'm your host, Lauren Holder, and today I have Katya Obieglo on with me from Vico Therapeutics. Uh, she, uh, I actually met her at the HDSA convention, and I am so excited to have her on to talk about what Vico Therapeutics is doing in Huntington's disease. Katya, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So let's start off with uh, just a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, my name is Katja Biglo. I'm born and raised in Germany, and I have a background in uh, biomedical sciences. Uh, I originally came to the Netherlands for my PhD, and I'm now working as a clinical scientist here at Vico Therapeutics. Do you initially want to be in HD research, or did it kind of just fall in your lap? It kind of just fall in my lap, but um, I'm in the field for a couple of years now, and I think it's a it's a nice field to be in, um, very engaging. And I think I'll I'll be uh, sticking to that. Yeah. Well, we're glad to have you. Um, so let's talk about Vico Therapeutics. What is Vico Therapeutics? Uh, Vico Therapeutics is a genetic medicines company targeting neurological diseases. Um, we're located here in the bioscience park of Leiden in the Netherlands. Now, if you've never heard of Leiden, it's about a half an hour south of Amsterdam, uh, very close to the North Sea. Uh, we're a company dedicated to developing therapies for neurodegenerative diseases of the brain, such as Huntington's disease, but also a group of diseases called spinocerebellar ataxias, or SCARS for short. Um, the company was founded in late 2019 by a team of long-standing experts in the field that are still with us today. Um, it's our mission to target these neurological diseases at the source uh, with a group of um, drugs called antisense or oligonucleotides, or ASOs for short. And... So you guys have um, an ASO that you're doing a clinical trial for Huntington's. It's uh, VO659. Um, what What is VO659? Yeah. VO659 is the acronym for the ASO or the antisense olinucleotide that we're developing to try and treat Huntington's disease and the group of diseases called spinocerebellar ataxias. Um, what these ASOs are, um, 
are essentially a short piece of synthetic DNA or RNA, which is specifically designed to either switch off a protein that has a mistake or a genetic mutation in it, or to turn on the production of a wanted protein. Um, now, what we can do in the lab is making small synthetic pieces of DNA or RNA, so the ASO, which is designed to bind to a specific part of our own uh, RNA in our body. And I'll get to that in a second. Um, and the way it's binding is in a um, complementary manner. So essentially like a puzzle piece fitting in one specific place of the puzzle or one specific place of our own RNA in our bodies. Um, and scientists have worked on these ASOs for a few decades now. Um, and this approach to switch off or turn on the production of a certain protein has been shown to work already uh, for some diseases like um, spinal muscular atrophy or ALS, for example. Um, drugs, ASO drugs have already been approved and are available to patients and their families. Now, what we are working on with VO659 is trying to develop an ASO for Huntington's disease. Um, let me let me just ask. Um, so ASO, um, I think the first one that comes to mind that's currently being done in HD is um, Roche and Genentech. Theirs is an ASO, so it's it's the same, not the same thing, but in the same family of of uh, drugs, correct? Yeah, exactly. It's in the same family of drugs. There are a couple of important differences um, between the Roche compound and our VO659, though. Um, one of the important differences is that um, VO659 directly targets the genetic mutation that causes HD. Um, in contrast to other ASOs, for example, the Roche one that bind at another p another space of the gene. Right. Um, what it means for us is that because the our ASO binds um, to the mutation itself, and this mutation causes different diseases, not only HD, but also this group of related diseases called spinocerebellar ataxias, where the same mutation occurs, but in another gene, we can potentially um, treat all of these diseases with VO659. Um, and that's also the reason why we're currently not only testing the drug in HD, but also in two other forms of SCAR. Amazing. Um, so specifically for the clinical trial for HD, uh, how is it, tell me about the clinical trials. It, you know, how is the drug being administered? How's, what's the length of it? All of that information. Yeah, sure. Um, the drug is administered uh, through a needle that is inserted into the lower back. Um, that's a procedure called lumbar puncture, uh, which has also been um, applied in previous clinical trials uh, of ASOs. Um, the needle is inserted into the fluid that surrounds the spinal cord and the brain. And the drug is in injected into that fluid uh, called cerebrospinal fluid. 
um, which ensures that the drug ends up right where it needs to go to do its job, namely the brain. Um, what is what happens is that the um, drug in just injected into the lower back travels up with the fluid into the brain and there um, thereby reaches the brain regions that are affected. Um, now, the procedure may sound a bit scary, um, but it has been widely used in similar clinical trials before and has been shown to be uh, safe and well tolerated. It usually doesn't take much more than 15 to 30 minutes all in all. Um, it may cause some back pain and headaches in some patients, but these side effects are usually mild and go away within a few hours to days. Um, uh, the trial um, that we're running started earlier in 2023, um, and we foresee that the trial will run until 2025, enrolling a total of approximately 60 to 70 patients with either HD or one of the two types of spinocerebellar ataxias we're also testing. Okay. So that's good because you're not, um, it's not 60 to 70 patients with HD. It's a combination of the two, which would make enrollment easier. Yeah, exactly. Um, and as far as the lumbar puncture goes, yeah, that's something that's used, you know, quite often now. It's even used in observational studies, um, like prevent HD and HD clarity. Um, yeah. And I personally have done it in, you know, very, as long as you have somebody who's very knowledgeable and knows what they're doing. I mean, I, my experience was very great um, and had no issues. Um, I think the, the biggest part was just laying still afterwards for an hour. Uh, yeah. It was fine. So I know yeah, a lot of people tend to be afraid of it. Yeah, that's great to hear firsthand of somebody that has actually experienced the, the procedure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I have undergone it and, um, and yeah, very, very simple, no issues. And I was very concerned because I actually have back issues. So, of course, I, you know, I was very afraid um, the first time, but I went in, um, the team was very knowledgeable. They had me lay down for an hour afterwards and never experienced a headache or any additional back pain. Everything was really good. So. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, so trial is going to run until 2025. Um, what do visits look like from, you know, the beginning to the end? Yeah. Um, let me take you through. Um, the total duration of the trial for, for a patient is approximately 10 months. Um, first, there's a screening period of up to six weeks um, with two visits to check whether a patient can take part in the trial or not. Um, then there is a 14-week treatment period. Um, so it's a bit more than three months long, during which the patient um, gets treated four times in total, once every four weeks. Um, during this trial um, visits every four weeks, the participant gets first checked up once more if the procedure can go ahead. That's the day prior to the administration. And then there's the day of administration. And 
the day, uh, the night after the administration, we would ask patients to um, remain in the hospital overnight the following day if your checkups are done and if they look fine, um, the patient can return home. And one week after the administration, um, we ask participants to come back to the hospital uh, once more for a checkup. So it's um, dosing blocks of um, a visit to the clinic for administration, uh, stay overnight stay at the hospital, and then a checkup one week later. Um, once the dosing, um, the four dosings are done, there is a follow-up period, um, which is approximately 23 weeks long, uh, five and a half months. There are three visits to the clinic during that uh, phase, again, for checkups uh, and to collect samples. Um, and in addition, there are a few phone calls where the study doctor checks in with the participant to see if everything is going well. And for the follow-up period um, with the three visits to the clinic, is it something that um, I'm assuming it's an all-day thing? Does anybody have to stay overnight for those visits? No, for those visits, there's no overnight stay required. It's a few hours um, where a few blood samples are collected um, and tests are done to see, um, yeah, functional tests and cognitive tests to see um, how the participant is doing. Okay. Um, who who can participate? What's, what's the inclusion criteria? Yeah. Um, participants should be 25 to 60 years old and have either HD um, or spinal cerebellar ataxia 1 or 3, confirmed by a genetic test. Um, we're including patients that have what we call mild to moderate HD or scar disease, meaning patients already have symptoms of the disease, but for example, do not require a walking aid or a wheelchair yet. Um, for women, uh, participants should not be pregnant or breastfeeding. In addition, there are some medications that are not allowed when participating in the trial, but that's something that the study doctor uh, talks through um, in detail with patients that are interested in the trial. Well, I cannot. Sorry, I was on mute. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you say have symptoms, are you talking about motor symptoms or cognitive symptoms? Um, a little bit of both. Uh, it could be either or. Yeah, motor or cognitive symptoms. So our protocol um, specifies a specific inclusion criteria um, for each of the disease um, to to really. To, to narrow or to, to um, uh, define the disease stage at which um, we include patients. And um, where are the sites located? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, for everyone listening in the US, I have to say that the trial is only running in Europe. Um, 
we're looking forward to also work together with clinics in the US in the future. Should the information from this first trial support further development of EU659, then we will expand the next network also to US sites for the um, next trials. Okay. For patients listening in Europe, uh, we are currently working with clinics in the Netherlands, Germany, France, the UK and Poland. And we'll soon probably also open sites in Italy, Denmark and Spain. Sorry, I'm just making some notes so I have it. Um, okay, great. So Netherlands, Germany, France, UK, Poland, Italy, Denmark and Spain. Um, how would somebody get in touch with the sites in order to be able to find out if they're eligible to participate? Yeah, I think it's always good to get in contact with the treating physician um, and then he or she can uh, refer to the study doctors of the sites that are participating. Um, of course, um, patient interested can also always reach out to Vika directly and we can um, help further. Yeah, because a lot of times those who have mild HD may not actually have a treating physician. So yeah. Um, yeah. definitely having information on who else they could reach out to, whether it's a site or um, or you specifically, um, I think would be helpful to make sure that you guys are able to get who you need. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is all really exciting information. You know, you're, you guys are treating HD with an, with an ASO. Um, and the treatment is via lumbar puncture. And you were mentioning, so the, the visits, the way that they work is screening period with two visits in that six weeks. And then a 14-week treatment period uh, with a full, total of four visits. And... Um, a follow-up period, which is 23 weeks long, which is five and a half months. And that's three visits to the clinic and additional phone calls. Yeah. The All dosing right. period is a bit more than four visits. So it's it's four dosing blocks where the patient stays in the hospital overnight. Um, and in addition, four follow-up visits, always one week after dosing for checkup. Okay. Yeah. So just a little more complicated than what I said. Yep. Okay. So that makes sense. Um, I'll make, I'll, I'll note that too, so I can include it in case anybody asks. Um, well, I'm really excited to see, um, see what happens. I, I'm assuming you said that you guys are enrolling now. Um, yeah. Do you currently have people enrolled? Yes, we currently have people enrolled. The trial's ongoing. Um, it's early days, of course. The trial started earlier this year. So uh, the, the number of patients we have in the trial is, um, is increasing by the day. And as I said, the trial will probably run until 2025. Okay, great. Well, Katya, thank you so much for coming on and sharing this information. Um, I always love having people come on and, and you know, we, it's another tool in our arsenal, right? Of um, fighting HD and treating HD, uh, you know, and certainly, we know that ASOs work in other diseases. Um, we've seen yeah. good data in HD with ASOs. So this is all very, very exciting to just have another one um, as an option. So thank yeah. you so much.
Yeah, thank you. Uh, we're glad to have started the trial and joining the effort of many yeah, other scientists and companies in the field trying to develop treatments for HD. Um, we also know it's not an easy road, but I think there's a lot of exciting research happening at the moment, which we're happy to be a part of. And, and we're hopeful that every day is one step closer to a successful treatment. And Absolutely. of course, lastly, uh, we would like to thank all patients who are participating in these trials. Absolutely. And thank you for, for saying that, because without the collaboration between the pharma companies and the HD community, stuff just doesn't happen. We don't get to where we need to be. So it's so important for us to really collaborate and, and work with each other. So thank you for that, Katya. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for having me on the podcast. Absolutely. So for those listening, thanks so much for listening today. Um, if you are interested in finding out more information about this clinical trial and you are located in Europe, please reach out. I'm happy to send the information your way and get you in touch with whoever you need. Um, you can email me at lauren at help4hd.org or find me on social media. Um, pretty responsive on Facebook most of the time. So um, you're welcome to message on there as well. Um, also, you know, we're getting ready to go into the holidays. I know that's a really tough time for everybody. Um, it's a very tough time for me as well as uh, my my dad passed um, and this was the worst time for him for the that last year. So please know that I'm thinking of you and I am hoping to actually do a show on grief and coping uh, with HD during the holidays because I think... Um, it's, it's always a tough thing for us. One, just navigating HD. If you've got a loved one with HD, um, the person with HD, dealing with all of the uh, sensory overload from the holidays, um, and then those who are grieving during this time as well. So I want to make sure that we really delve into that this year um, in this holiday season. So you guys know you're not alone um, and that we are all, we're all dealing with it and you have support. Um, so please make sure that you are tuning in every Thursday for a new show. Specifically, we'll be having that that show on the holidays coming up. Um, and until next time, guys, take care and love you. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to visit www.help4hd.org and sign up for our email newsletter to stay up to date on all that is going on at Help for HD. Get social with us and like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to Help for HD TV on YouTube and ring the bell for notifications. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.